What is up, everyone? Social on the sidelines, back with Amara Baptist and two very special guests. As always, we're presented by Front Office Sports with episodes brought to you by Team Infographics. You can find their creative work over at teaminfographics.com or on Twitter at Team Infographs. Uh, we're going to hop right into it today because we have some fine folks from LSU, national champions, LSU football. Um, on we have Matt and Brandon. Uh, who lead digital and creative over at LSU. Welcome to the show, guys. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Of course, of course. Um, we just want to get started here before we talk about all the fire LSU football content that everyone on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook is talking about and has been talking about. Before we get into all that, we want to talk about how you guys got to where you're at now. Um, so either Brandon and Matt, if you don't mind letting the people know, what you're currently doing um, in terms of your title um, and, and what that entails, and then the journey to, to where you got to where you are now. Yeah, so this is Brandon. Um, I'm the Associate Director of uh, Creative and Digital Content here at LSU. Um, and so in that role, I help manage all the social for um, all the sports. And then also I'm the secondary SID for football, as well as the, the primary SID for the gymnastics team. Um, and so I started here um, in 2012 as a student. I'm from Baton Rouge, been an LSU fan all my life, which is pretty cool to be uh, to be doing this. And everything's kind of kind of come full circle now um, in the last week. But started as a student with uh, working with the baseball team, uh, handling all their social media, and a couple trips to Omaha, and some of the some of the best players to come out of LSU with Alex Bregman and Aaron Nola, and uh, got a uh, stayed on as a GA after graduating. Um, doing um, the same baseball, swimming, women's tennis as SID, um, and still helping out with social for basketball. And then I uh, got hired on full-time doing SID work for volleyball and gymnastics, and then got promoted to to do football as a secondary contact um, back in 2017. Um, so yeah, I handle all the the media relations part of it, the communications part of it, the old school SID, and then serve as the primary, uh, I guess, strategizer for the football content and post all the content um from uh the football account from fo uh, facebook twitter instagram so um yeah been an lsu lifer so it's pretty it's pretty cool to, to see this kind of come full circle now with the, with the championship that's awesome matt yeah so i grew up in uh northern iowa uh, my my both my parents went to purdue university and then i had an older brother that went there as well so i was kind of born and raised um, to be a Purdue fan. Um, so I ended up going there, uh, graduated in um, May of 2017. Um, and then during my time there, spent a couple years, about three years working for athletics in various departments, first in, in football recruiting, and then came over to athletics doing um, some creative work there. Um, upon graduation, uh, stuck around for a full-time job for a year and then uh, moved to Baton Rouge in May of 2018. So coming up on two years here at LSU, um, my my original role when I moved down here was kind of more of an animation-based job. Um, and then um, last January, um, kind of switched into more of a short form, uh, social specific video type role um, and my, my title with that is coordinator of digital and creative content. 
Um, and yeah, we've, we've been rolling. I've had the, just been through two football seasons and, uh, last year it was 10 wins this year, 15. So, um, no complaints on that aspect. Um, but yeah, coming up on two years here and it's been fantastic. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, obviously you guys took the world by storm with your social and video content. Can you tell the people, people that are listening kind of the makeup of your team? Um, like how many people are involved, what they do, et cetera. <laughs> That's a great question. And, um, it's, it's, it's a lot of, um, different people in different groups. Um, I think one of the, the challenges that, that we've had is we've got a lot of different people doing a lot of different things and there's not actually a core group really dedicated to just social. So, um, in addition to Matt and myself, we meet every Tuesday as a kind of social group, um, going into this, to the week to try and plan, plan weeks ahead as well. Uh, but it's myself, it's Matt. Um, and then we've got our two photographer, full-time staff photographers, our primary football SID, Michael Bonnet, um, Cocho's special assistant, Derek Panamski, who's helped out a lot on social with us this year. Um, uh, Emily Dixon, who's our reporter, on-camera reporter. Um, we've got our designer, Lindsay Thompson, who does football and softball. And then we've got uh, a couple people from Sports Cody. Productions who who handle our uh, who handle our coaches show. Um, Cody, Cody Worsham, who there you go. I yeah, Cody Worsham. <laughs> can't believe I waited that long. Who is actually like a huge part of this, and not many, not many people know who what he does, but he's he does our podcasts. Um, he writes all the scripts for the hype videos. He just, he does it all. I mean, he's, he's definitely uh, vital to this operation. And Matt, am I forgetting anyone? Oh, Matt Karen, who is actually the softball video coordinator, is one of our best friends and he just likes to help out on social for, and shoot stuff. He's the one who did the Joe Burrow running out of the tunnel video. Um, so I can't forget him. For sure. Um, cool. Who else am I missing, Matt? Um... I think I think, I, think I think that covers pretty much everybody. Oh, Jacob Brown, who is who does internal video for the football team. He's uh, involved. He oversees um, a couple of students that help out um, football wise for social stuff. So, but all those people, none of their primary job is um, social media. So I think that's kind of a unique part of our team. And that we're it. It sounds like a lot of people, but you know, only like twenty five percent of what of their normal day is dedicated to social. So. Okay. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, that's a lot of people. And I was going to, I was just wondering if, has it always been like that or, you know, as social grew and you guys realized like, Oh, we have a really good team, but that answered my question. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, it's funny. It sounds, like I said, it sounds like a lot. Um, but you know, to get, to create all this content, it takes a lot of different people. And, um, you know, I think we've done a good job, especially this year of kind of assigning things to people who are good at it. So Matt's really good at short-term, short turnaround content. Uh, Will Stout, the student, is really good at hype videos, so they don't need to cross over pass really, you know. Um, so I think that's that's what we've done much better at this year is kind of letting people do what they do best and not trying to make something crazy and kill people throughout the year. I think 
by the time, you know, we're, we're pretty tired and exhausted right now, but I think it could have been a lot worse. And we're tired because it was the longest season in the history of college football, not because, you know, we worked since August, you know? For sure. For sure. Um, so I, coincidentally, Front Office Sports, shout out Front Office Sports, I saw them put together an article today and mentioned, you know, crazy uh, numbers in terms of new followerships, so over 430,000 new followers, 29 million engagements, uh, nearly 2 billion impression. That being said, a lot clearly has went into everything that's compromised across social, though no, not one person has been dedicated to it. Can you talk a little bit about, I know you guys said you have meetings and whatnot, but it's one thing to be a good team and capitalize off that. You guys were clearly prepared for each and every moment. Can you talk a little bit about the preparation um, in having some of the content you can pre-plan for ready? But then also, you know, there's some very in-the-moment stuff. You you mentioned that Joe Burrow video that went very uh, viral. Um, talk a little bit about the the strategy on both those pre-planned moments versus the ones you really can't plan for and how you tried to mesh the two together. I guess I'll go with this one, Brandon. Um, so I, I think we were very blessed this year in that a lot of those moments um, we kind of knew were going to happen. I'm going to kind of lean on the the Joe Burrow Heisman stuff um, as an example of that, where it's not it even before the announcement, you know, we we essentially knew that he had won the Heisman trophy um, without it being official um but we we were kind of that confident going into it so um with that in mind we were able to then prepare a, a Heisman finalist video in advance and we had um another voiceover video for right after the Heisman that um was just kind of waiting for that final shot of him holding the trophy drop that clip in there and ready to go um as well as some other other uh pieces with um, are the family of our former Heisman Trophy winner. So with some of this stuff, we were we were blessed with how good the team was that in the past when it may have been kind of up in, up in question, um, we, we were a little more confident um, than a team in the past may have been. Um, and then the other part is um, some of the unknowns um, with – with the Burrow run out and there were some other examples this postseason. I think it, it kind of leads back to our, our preparation that we've been, our preparation that we've had for really the last two seasons, every game has been um, reactive to, to the team and the outcome and that sort of thing where it's um, kind of recognize those moments and feed off the team's energy, um, but really be prepared for, anything that happened. So the, the burrow run out shot, um, we had been, we had been doing fast turnaround pregame content like that every game for the last two years. Um, and then it just so happened that it was this incredible moment with the best quarterback in college football history, um, that all kind of aligned and kind of put that, that work on, on, showcase for the the whole country to see um and then later um in one of the the playoff games the players wore some special obj cleats and it was that same sort of situation where we had stuff prepared in um in 
Adobe Premiere Pro ready to edit off of. Um, and then it was just kind of like we had songs preloaded and stuff. Um, and then it was just recognize those moments of pregame that are important that fans really connect with and then put the pieces together, really. Um, so yeah, I think it just shows our preparation that um, we've been doing this for a couple of years and it, it has paid off at a couple of those biggest moments. Absolutely. Yeah, I would I would say uh, communication has been the biggest improvement in our group. I mean, everyone, we have a huge group text with, I mean, it's got to be 15 plus people. Um, everyone that we mentioned earlier is in there. Um, we send videos in there. Everything gets approved through Derek from football um, just to have another set of eyes. Uh, but the communication has been the biggest part. I mean, we wouldn't have known about the OBJ cleats or the Joe Burrow running out of the tunnel or all these different things without communication through football or communication through the equipment staff or communication through Lindsay does our graphics. I mean, the month of November was in December. We're insane in terms of awards and all that. And everything was pre-prepared. Lindsay had every winner, every possible graphic ready for playoffs, for award season, for everything. Like, November 17th or November 20th, once the finalists were announced. Um, and that's, that's, that's a testament to the communication between everybody. You know, this is not social media and I'm sure people that are, that run accounts know social media is not an eight to five thing. I mean, we think about this 24 seven between me, Matt, Matt and Lindsay, we've got a group, <laughs> a group text. We got a DM, we got on Twitter, on Instagram, we got base camp which is where we hold all our graphics and stuff i mean this is we're sending stuff to each other ideas like it, we don't stop um and that's why we've been so successful it's just the communication and trust of everybody definitely um okay i have to know every single detail about the cigar video because i watched <laughs> it it has 10 million views and i think like five of them were from me so i need to know every detail how it happened yes thank you <laughs> so after the semi-final game the players did it themselves on grant delpit's phone and it it kind of blew up a little bit um got a bunch of retweets and we're like okay they really vibed with this song um and so then going into the the championship game one of our students was able to uh, one of the students over at football was able to get um, reach out to the, the record label and get permission to use that song on LSU accounts. Um, and so then I had it downloaded and loaded into my premiere ready to go. Um, like I mentioned earlier, where it was just a matter of um, taking those clips from the locker room, the emotional dancing shots um, and putting them together with that song um, kind of hit all of the, the Southern Louisiana Baton Rouge um, emotional football. It, it kind of hit all, checked all the boxes on um, a good piece of content. And then along with the timing of, you know, it was right after the national championship. Um, it went kind of crazy. Absolutely. As it should have. Um, so I have one kind of follow-up question, which you guys kind of hit on before, but it's just about the, the strategy, overall strategy for 
LSU football specifically and your accounts there because comparative to, to professional sports teams, I know, you know, a lot goes into the recruiting side and some of the goals on social content for, for college football teams are much different than um, professional sports teams or organizations. So that being said, can you, can you guys give us a little bit of insight into, in terms of what your strategy was going into the season um, around the content that you're trying to create and, and how that changes over time? Yeah, I, I would say that college, like you said, it is, is dedicated to recruiting. Um, our accounts are, and so, which is a, obviously an interesting part of it because we're trying to talk to um, pretty much equally, talk to recruits, talk to donors, talk to season ticket holders, talk to sponsors, because uh, we do a lot of sponsored content from our football account as well. And so it's got to be a, an, it's an interesting blend uh, of everything. And so like, you know, the hype videos have Boosie set it off. And like, it's funny, the co some of the comments on Facebook are very different from what's on Twitter, you know, but it, it's a, it's an interesting balance. And at some point you have to say, well, I hope that it'll work on Facebook and I hope they'll enjoy the song, but that's really dedicated to the recruits. And so I think we kind of have a hierarchy of, you know, obviously recruits are first and everything we do. So we got to showcase what the program is. And we started that in July, I think it was 23rd, whenever we opened up our new football operations building and basically showcased that locker room and all that to the world. Um, and I think, I don't think we stopped since then because we want to show them, you know, what a practice is like, what a, a travel thing is like, what a post-game locker room is like, what a pre-game locker room is like. And most of that content translates and works for recruits. And then it kind of trickles down to everyone else. So, um, we try not to focus on it, I guess, per se. Um, but we lean on our football staff a lot and kind of what they're looking for. And, you know, if they're recruiting a, a tight end, we want to showcase our tight ends. If they're, you know, talking to a quarterback at the time, we want to do a video on the quarterback. And that just goes back to communication and just something that we, we've really improved on this year. Yeah, it, it kind of sounds like you're saying something that that I truly believe in. But good content is good content, right? At the end of the day, regardless of who it's meant for, if it's good, it will reach whoever it needs to reach and beyond that. And I think that you guys did a tremendous job. Um, many of the, the folks in the social world, as I'm sure you guys know in the digital world, um, look to LSU, even from a professional standpoint or, or any social organization or, and people who work in there, look to LSU to, to kind of emulate the type of swagger that you brought to the accounts. And I think you guys did a tremendous job in, in showcasing the voice, the tone, and what LSU football is about. For someone like me that knows next to nothing about college football, you know, I, I constantly was looking at your guys' accounts as a means to gauge how uh, how to showcase emotion and feeling. And I think you guys did a tremendous job of that. So my follow-up question to that was, with so many different people um, dedicated to, to so many different aspects of the operation, how do you ensure that um, I, I know communication is key, as you said, but how do you ensure that everyone's getting a chance to to do the things that they like to do um, and, and in turn doing things that are really good because they like doing them? I think, um, you know, when we meet on Tuesdays, it's kind of a run through of the week, but it's also like bring your idea. And if you have an idea and it's good and everyone agrees, and that's where we run with, you know, um, there's no one boss you know i try and kind of organize everyone together but 
it's we try not to say no. I mean, we're trying to fill up a feed pretty much twenty four seven. So whoever has content, you know, come up with that idea and roll run with it. You know, because one photographer can't do it all. One video person can't do it all. One Cody from doing the podcast can't do it all. I mean, so it it takes you know everyone doing what they enjoy. But you know, sometimes we don't get to do what we always like to do you know um there's the sponsored elements that we have to do and you know just kind of balancing all those out you know um i think that's what we've we've learned this year is everyone is really really good at something hopefully we can you know do do a good job of picking those things and assigning those things like that but uh but yeah cool appreciate that can i, can I touch on something real quick you mentioned absolutely you mentioned kind of the voice and the swagger and all that sort of thing. Um, I think a huge part of that that's super underrated is Brandon's fire caption game. Like we'll we'll just come up with he'll, he'll just get a random uh, say say something happens during pregame and um, we send him a clip of it and out of nowhere he comes up with some fire captions that are like so appropriate for what's going on and. So they tie in so well with like everything we've done leading up to whatever game it is. He just whips these great short, like to the point captions up and it's pretty fun. Shout out, get the net. Was that a brand new creation? <laughs> we have a, a, a nice notes uh, pad of captions. Uh, That's what's up. That we Some we haven't used or some that probably weren't appropriate, so we just kept them for <laughs> internal use. Oh, please elaborate. Please elaborate. Oh, no, no, no. This is a safe <laughs> space. I can't. This... <laughs> I'm gonna, I would make a lot of people angry. Um, All right, so. for sure. I'll ask you offline. Sorry, social oh, yeah, sidelines. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure. Um, can you guys talk a little bit about, uh, we've asked guests this before that work on the team side, how important it is to get to know your players so you can, you know, speak for them pretty much on social media. Um, what do you guys think about the importance of creating connections with your players and how that translates into great social media content? I think that's the number one thing. I mean, having a relationship with the coaches and the staff is, is going to get you further than anything. And um, coming from the S being the secondary SID as well, working with our players has, has helped tremendously. And, you know, the relationship that myself and Matt have had with Joe Burrow or Grant Delpit or Clyde or running back or Justin Jefferson or wide receiver, that, that goes back to last year and building that relationship and that trust. Like, I mean, Matt went, Matt and Cody went to Athens, Ohio and did a story on Joe Burrow. Like that doesn't happen without trust from the player and the player's family. We went to Charlotte, North Carolina with Grant Delpit last year when no one knew who Grant Delpit was, but he was a unanimous All-American. And we're able to translate translate that into content this year, and they recognize you, and that'll pay dividends in the future. I mean, we went to the draft last year with Devin, Devin White, and he gets drafted by the Bucks, And who's the first per one of the first people you see is me and Matt. And what does he do? He gets off the phone and starts talking to the camera. And so when we go to Vegas in April, I'm sure when – Joe Burrow is the number one pick in the draft, and we got hopefully four or five guys um, walking across that stage. Um, that'll work to our advantage, and um, you know some of the best teams, content-wise, out there right now. College, I mean, you can see that they have the relationships with their players 
Um, and that's not built overnight because it is trust and it's the video, but it's also the photo. I mean, we have our photographers are in the locker room pregame and they're capturing Joe Burrow, you know, with his head down with the towel on his head or any player. Matt Karen captured him. There's a pretty cool shot of him sitting on top of a table with a, you know, like looking like he's praying. Um, and that's just, that's just, that, that requires trust. You know, and being in the locker and post game, pre game, I mean, halftime, that, that, that just doesn't hope, happen overnight. Um, and it, it's been two, three years in the making. So, I think sure. kind of on that aspect too is, you know, it, it just kind of repetition of sticking a camera in some of these guys' faces, they start to really open up to it and being around practice all the time and being around the team everywhere they go they they recognize people they recognize um, kind of cameras and the situation and I had a couple guys where like every single game right after the game I would go and stick a camera right in their face and um, you know after a couple times doing it, it it changes from me trying to convince them to to say something talk about their emotions to they they know and they just start going and and that sort of thing and um Stingley, for example, Derek Stingley, one of our freshman guys that doesn't really interact with the media. Um, what after the the national championship, I was able to stick a camera in his face and get his emotion. Where um, he he doesn't have a ton of experience with that, but knowing knowing who we are and what we do and kind of the purpose of it, um, j- just seeing us around consistently has enabled us to capture some of that um, raw emotion from the players as well. For sure. Um, One other question that I had for you guys was regarding where you guys are drawing your inspiration from. So obviously you guys are deemed and regarded as one of the best and rightfully so, but internally, who do you guys look to for inspiration? If there are certain accounts, whether it be in or outside of sports, um, whether it be social design, video, whoever it may be, um, who are you looking to for inspiration? And then what are you doing to ensure that you guys are continually learning within this ever-growing digital and social field? I mean, I would say that obviously Clemson is, has been the standard um, on the college level for a long time. Um, and two years ago, we said, you know, we wanted to be like them. And our ad, our administrator Robert Munson said, "No, we don't want to be them. We want to we want to leapfrog them. We want to leapfrog the competition. And in two years, you want people to say we want to be like LSU." Um, and so, I think that was a really interesting piece of advice. That at the time, I was like, "Wait, what?" Like it didn't really just it, re- it didn't make sense. And then now looking at it, it's like, okay, yeah, like we want people to come and say we want to be like LSU, but we want to be better than them because that pushes us to be even better. You know. I think we look at everything. I know Matt looks at everything from every school, professionally, college, so he can speak more to what he does that way. But I mean, same thing from us. We, I mean, I take things from college, professional, brand accounts. Um, but yeah, being being the best and being being really good at social motivates us um, a lot. Absolutely. I think I think for me personally, it's just. I don't have like a specific um, team or account or anything like that. Um, but 
I have on my tweet deck, it's set up with like a couple lists where it's every single college football team. Um, and it, it's sorted. It only shows me like the video post. And so I have a couple different kind of versions of that where I'm seeing every single video that every single team has done and not necessarily a specific team or anything, but just watching that amount of content um, and kind of mentally taking notes. Oh, this, this was really cool. This worked well. And then sharing it with kind of some of those group texts we mentioned earlier um, and discussing from there. So I, I don't think it's necessarily one specific place to find inspiration, but just looking at everything and mentally taking notes of what worked and what didn't work and um, what we might be able to steal this little detail from or um, kind of avoid certain things or, you know, it, it just uh, accumulation of everything. And I think it's, sure. it's not just video, it's photo and graphics. And I mean, Lindsay Thompson, who does our design is one of the best designers in the country. And she's, this is her first year on football. So she had a pretty good year. Um, but she had a lot of stuff. And so she looks at everything and, you know, just it's talking about everyone and what they do and what we like and what we don't like. And photo wise too, we got two full-time staff photographers that um, are incredible. And um, they're always looking at stuff and, you know, they, they do a great job of, of trying new things and, and staying up with technology, which we, which we, uh, has, has attributed a lot to our success. Got it. Um, one quick follow-up based off that is with so many different sports that you guys have to create content for, how do you ensure that you're giving equal attention or the same amount of effort that you guys are putting into, to one, to all of the different outlets that you guys have to, um, provide content for? Oh boy. That's the, that's the million dollar <laughs> question. Uh, um, it's, it's, it's not possible right now with the, with the staff that we have. Um, but we're trying to get there and we're planning out the rest of the basket, the rest of the spring, which is kind of overwhelming, I would say. Um, but kind of picking those big events is kind of what we can promise to coaches um, that are in season and off season, you know, um, because we can't, we can't do everything. Matt can't do everything. Our photographers can't do everything. Um, so explaining that to coaches and our coaches understand that, but also, you know, when there's a, they look at their calendar and say, you know, these are like the three or four things that I really want to get covered. And, you know, we can try to make that happen however we can. For sure. That makes sense. Yeah, I think too. So, um, sorry, go, oh, ahead. go ahead, Matt. No, you're um, good. Sorry. I think the with with college athletics, of course, we have the the student base that we can lean on and hire student interns um, fairly easily. You know, we have twenty five thousand students at LSU that we can um, go and find some that want to be part of what we're doing, and so. Um, I know photography has a bunch of interns. Um, design has a bunch of interns. I have a couple interns that um, all kind of help with everything. Um, so uh, just relying on being able to help help students grow their portfolio and give them an experience that um, they value and might see theirself, themselves in in the future. 
um, is a perk that we definitely have, whereas um, they don't quite have that same ease with, you know, professional sports. Got it. Definitely. Uh, the last question that we ask our guests um, is just advice for people that are trying to get into this industry or social or just advice for the young folks out there. Matt? Hmm. Um, I mean, I, I think from my background, I think the biggest piece of advice I have is like, if you want to do something, then just do it. Like repetition is what um, kind of makes success. So uh, kind of in the same way that like our football team didn't just become successful overnight. They've been doing this for years. Like the same thing can happen with the the social and creative industries where you don't just learn, you don't learn Photoshop or Premiere or any of these programs overnight. You just continuously work in them and work and work and work. And over time, um, the skills grow to be able to um, create some of these things that you have in your head. And um, obviously like, personally you're still really hard on yourself but looking back it's cool to see how far you've grown so like just doing it if if you want to make some cool graphics then work on them every evening and over time like the the that's how your skills grow i i the ending of that statement wasn't great but i think kind of the the idea I don't know how to put it into words. No, we got it. Yeah, I would say, you know, don't be afraid to fail and don't be afraid to challenge people. I mean, <laughs> I, I usually don't mince words when we're in meetings or when we're trying to do stuff. And that might rub people the wrong way sometimes. But when you show passion, I think that goes a long way for, for people, for your bosses, for people around you, uh, because if you show passion, then that shows that you care. Um, and when you're running these accounts, you can't, you can't do this every single day running an account as, you know, whatever account, no matter how big or how small without being passionate about it. Um, because it is a, it, it never stops. It never sleeps. Um, so if you show passion in what you do, then you'll be successful no matter what level you are at. Preach. Well, we appreciate you guys hopping on today. Very insightful episode. People are going to be very excited about hearing everything that goes into everything LSU. Congrats on the the natty and uh, congrats on getting the nat. Have a good one. <laughs> appreciate it, guys. Yes, thank you, guys.